Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Meeting Mental Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tiffany, and in this episode, I want to talk about anxiety. That's right, we're getting into some real stuff here. I want to take a deeper dive into what anxiety looks like for me and what it looked like for me growing up. Um, And anxiety, just like any other mental health issue, doesn't feel or look the same for everyone. Um, Everyone has their own ways of coping and ways of dealing with it. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, it has led me into some serious panic attacks. Um, When I was younger, I really feel like it held me back from doing a lot of things. Um, It sort of had this like control over me for a while. You know, I think I let anxiety define who I was. And it's really crazy to think that something that can't even be seen can have so much power and so much control. And I'm going to get into a couple stories for you about what it looked like for me um, when I was a teenager. So I think when we think of anxiety, we tend to think about adults uh, mostly, and we tend to think of someone who presents as jittery or nervous or shy, things like that. And that is definitely true, but anxiety has many different ways of presenting itself, and especially in kids, you know, and that's what I want to talk about. So I feel like you know, kids don't always have the tools and the resources. They don't really know how to properly express themselves. But the fact is, is that anxiety can begin very early in life. And typically the onset is around 11 years old. So, you know, think puberty. Um, Kids are going through a lot at that time. Their bodies are changing. Think about when you were 11. You know, your friend groups tend to change. You're going into middle school. Things tend to get a little bit harder. And then, you know, thus bringing on the onset of an anxiety disorder. And if you're already predisposed to an illness like that, this just helps bring it to the surface. And, you know, for that reason, that's why I think like most of us, our anxiety usually isn't properly diagnosed until we do get a little bit older, until we can express ourselves, uh, until we can explain that the extreme shyness is more than that, you know? I had shared some little experiences before about the way my anxiety has affected me, uh, talking about like temper tantrums and that whole incident at the mall. And, you know, I'm sure there were some others, but like I said, I want to dig a little deeper here and I really want to try to paint the picture and really try to convey what my anxiety looked like as a kid and into my adulthood. So I'll give you a little story time, but first... As always, I want to do a little educational interlude because education is fun and not everyone knows about these things. So that's what I'm here for. Um, If you want to skip the educational part and go right to the story, I won't be mad at you. But anyway, so the big question, what is anxiety? Anxiety disorders are defined by excessive worry that is disruptive to normal function. And here are a few of the more common types. There is generalized anxiety, which is excessive worry or anxiety about specific events. Panic disorder, we touched briefly about that, a fear or terror resulting in panic attacks. And there's social anxiety, which is high levels of anxiety, fear, and avoidance of social situations due to feelings of embarrassment and self-consciousness and things like that. Um, And then with the types of anxiety, there are also 
the different levels of distress and impairment that they cause. And there are four levels that those impairments are broken into. There's mild anxiety, um, which is like shyness. You know, it usually affects emotional and social functioning. Moderate anxiety, the symptoms tend to be a little bit more frequent, a little bit more persistent. Um, You can't really control like that worry feeling that you have. Then there's severe anxiety, and this is intensely debilitating. Symptoms include increased heart rate, feelings of panic, and social withdrawal. And then, of course, panic-level anxiety, which is frequent, reoccurring, and unexpected panic attacks. So that's what anxiety uh, is. And uh, now that we know what anxiety is and what it can look like, here's a couple stories about what anxiety has looked like for me. Uh, My anxiety is generalized anxiety with a mix of social anxiety all blended up in there. And my anxiety level tends to hover somewhere around the mild to moderate range. But when I was younger, it definitely was more between that moderate to severe level. You know, and obviously there's going to be different situations causing different reactions and things like that. I've also mentioned um, in the past that I have suffered from panic attacks and it doesn't happen all the time, but they do happen. Now, as I've gotten older, I have gotten better at managing and handling and sort of like working through those situations where my anxiety might flare up. I try to push myself through those situations because at this point, I feel like I've had enough experiences. And although it might be like unsettling and I might be scared in the moment, I know that everything's going to be okay. You know, my social anxiety might cause me to feel embarrassed, but I know that at the end of the day, I'm not going to die and everything is going to be fine. But that being said, it doesn't mean that I still don't suffer. You know, that doesn't mean that I still don't have those moments when my palms get sweaty and my knees get weak or I feel like I'm going to vomit, you know, or I think that everyone in the room is judging me. But now I have a little bit more courage to stand up to my mind and not let it control me. I've spent way too many years and too much time as a, a kid and a teen and even in my young adult years, like letting my mind control me. So I try not to let it take as much of my time now, but that wasn't always the case. For me, I feel like my anxiety really started hitting me around that 10, 11, you know, years old mark. Um, There were things in school that I would refuse to do or places I wouldn't go just out of pure fear. You know, I'd rather take the F for not participating than have to do something in front of people that would cause me extreme fear and discomfort, you know, and it didn't matter if everyone else was doing it. Anxiety does not care what other people are doing. When the anxiety takes control, it really just stops you like boom, dead in your tracks. You know, it makes some simple things really seem impossible. So here are the stories that I was mentioning. Um, I want you to just envision this. I'm going to paint this picture for you so you can really get a true sense of, uh, of what this looked like. Um, so when I was in the fifth grade, we had moved and I changed schools and I changed states and it was only Philly to Jersey, but it was still a move and everything changed. You know, I went from having friends that I grew up with and an environment that I was familiar with to being in this new place where I knew no one. And it was a small town and a smaller school. And it just seemed like everyone knew each other, you know, everyone had like an older brother or sister or cousin who went to the same school. And I was like, is this normal? You know, I'm coming from a Philadelphia school district where like, there's a whole lot of schools, nobody knows anybody, you know what I mean? There's no way. And for me, I just felt alone. I felt like an outcast. And I'm sure I wasn't the only person who didn't have older brothers and sisters. But that's what it felt like for me. 
and I can specifically remember my first day like it was yesterday. Um, I walked out onto this playground where everyone was sort of like lined up waiting to go into their homerooms. And I was escorted out there in front of everyone by this teacher and everyone was just staring at me. And in that moment, I feel like I was instantly being judged. And I probably was by some of those kids because middle school kids are assholes. And there I was, this new person who dressed differently and looked differently. And I was just standing there like a deer in headlights, scared. Um, But of course, as time went on, eventually things got better and I made friends. But to add insult to injury, I was coming from a school system where I was on the honor roll every year. I had straight A's. And then I went into this school that was more advanced. And I was being tested on things that I had never been taught before. And it was super frustrating. You know, they put me in lower level math classes and it made me feel stupid. I felt less than the other kids. I was self-conscious about it and I was embarrassed. And I really think that it was then that I was truly introduced to my anxiety And, you know, one by one, more situations would come up. I avoided school functions, dances. I didn't even go on my senior trip. I had literally convinced myself, my anxiety had convinced myself that going to Florida and going to Disney for a week was stupid and that it was lame and that I wasn't going to go. So instead of going to Florida, I went to school every day and I was like one of three kids in a classroom and not because I couldn't afford to go, but because that felt safer. Okay, let that sink in. If a kid decides to go to school instead of Florida and Disney, something is wrong. And that is what anxiety looks like, especially in teens. Um, This other time that I remember, um, this is when I noticed that my anxiety really hit different. And it took total control of me. It was the summer between my junior and senior year. And I had an opportunity to spend a few days at a culinary college. It was this program for teens to get a taste of culinary school, sort of like to see if they wanted to pursue it as a career. And I was super excited. I couldn't wait. You know, culinary and food has been my passion for as long as I can remember. And I was also excited because one of my friends from school was going too. So, you know, I wouldn't be alone and I would know someone and it would make it all a little less scary and it would make the situation safe. But of course... You know, it's not that easy. In the last minute, she couldn't go, and I was devastated. But I wasn't devastated for her. I was devastated for me. The night before, I didn't sleep at all. My anxiety had me so worked up and so paralyzed with fear that I was no longer excited. I just couldn't be excited about it, you know, but there was literally nothing that I could do. I couldn't back out. So the next day, I get dropped off, and again, boom, deer in headlights. I spoke to no one. I held my head down. I sat by myself. I wouldn't make eye contact. I wouldn't smile. Nothing. You know, and I'm sure those instructors thought there was something wrong with me, but they did notice how uncomfortable I was and that I was sitting by myself. So they made some other kids come over and sit with me. And as time went on, of course, just like always, things got better. I relaxed a bit and my true self came out. I made friends, I learned a lot about cooking and culinary school and the whole process, and eventually I realized, you know, it was a great experience whether my friend was there or not. But that initial fear and that initial anxiety that I had stuck, and I carried it with me for a long time. I thought, if I couldn't even handle a three-day trial period, there's no way I could handle the real thing. So the next year when it was time to make a decision about college, I was reminded of that fear and I was reminded of that anxiety. And now instead of following my dreams and my passion of going to culinary school, I went to community college, 
where I wouldn't have to be totally out of my comfort zone. I could still live at home and I felt like I had more control over things that way and it was safe. So there I was putting my dreams aside all because my anxiety took total control and paralyzed me even a year later from doing what I truly wanted to do. And that, my friends, is what anxiety looks like for me. So I know there's probably plenty more examples that I could tell you about. Um, I, like I said, I just really wanted to paint that picture of what anxiety can look like. You know, anxiety is powerful. And it's not just this thing that happens to adults or this thing that only happens in like stressful situations or when you have to give a presentation. It is something that's that sometimes happens at any age with no real reason or cause. And the effects of it can be long lasting and for some very debilitating. You know, it, it can really force you to miss out on some really cool experiences because it just cripples you with fear and a fear for some that just cannot be stopped. So as I've mentioned, as I've gotten older, I've learned how to deal with it more. I've learned how to manage my anxiety. I learned how to face my fears. But at the end of the day, it's still there. And it will be something that I have to deal with for probably the rest of my life. But I'm okay with that now. Because now it's just a small part of who I am. And I no longer let it define who I am as a person. So I hope you enjoyed that story. That's my take on anxiety and what anxiety looks like for me. Uh, I enjoy sharing my stories with you. I hope you were able to get something out of it. Maybe for you, those of you who don't suffer, you know, you can get a truer picture of what this really feels like. And um, hopefully I was able to shed some light on, you know, what anxiety can, can really look like. And especially if you have kids, you know, if you notice early warning signs or something just doesn't seem right, and, you know, don't just assume that they're being defiant or whatever. Talk to them. Get them help. You know, no one was talking about anxiety and when I was a kid, and definitely not anxiety in kids um, back when I was growing up. But, you know, if you have those conversations early, it can be very beneficial for them in the long run. So if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, definitely please don't hesitate to reach out. As always, until we meet next time, thanks for listening and have a great day.